0: So I saw their ads were only targeting uh the uh, the Instagram platform. And then based on uh what I had my ex- limited experience uh, with my own brand, I saw that actually Facebook was able to bring in more sales than Instagram. Oh, that's interesting. So I expanded their targeting to include Facebook ads. Okay. And also um included uh multiple different formats and mm. um variations to their ads. Okay. So Yeah, they were like running one thousand dollars on just like two variations. Right. So then I increased that to like uh, five or six different variations because uh, every consumer is different. Right. The the way they uh, feedback, uh, the way they react to each ad is different.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode and we have Daryl from Renown.
2: For sure. So, when you decided to leave real estate and has your dad's last hope, like what was the conversation <laughs> like when you told him that, you know, I'm, I'm done with uh, real estate? Uh, oh, to... I think I started the
0: agency okay. concurrently Currently. as right. I was like, I think this fifth, sixth month. Okay. Um, and then over time I met a few of his other like business friends and all that. They told me, uh, don't have two businesses. Okay. You will never succeed at that. Right. You just have to choose one and focus on it in okay. order to make it. Okay, And then I thought, okay, you know what? I hate real estate. <laughs> no, I don't really like doing that. Right, right, right. I'm not getting results there. And I love doing uh, ads, socials and all that. And I am getting some money from there. Right. So why not? I just do
2: interagency work. Okay. So, yeah. Was the conversation with your parents easy?
0: Um, with my dad, I think over time... Uh together with the friends like we were drinking, uh talking to them and then I think they advised me beside when my dad was beside me also. Right, 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 right And right. then uh I think they sort of helped me to convince him a little right, bit, right. like, hey your son really doesn't uh like to do this.
2: Okay, so you had a lot of uh, external help. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, a little bit. Because I, I, I can imagine from like your dad's perspective, like I've, I've been in real estate. I know you can make money here, and then you're coming to me with uh, advertising, like yeah. talking about some rubbish that didn't exist during that time. Like you know, I would, as a parent, I would be like, no, I think you just stick to real estate, right? So I mean, it's good that you had that external help. Uh, what, what made you? Was it the push away from real estate, or was it more the pull towards advertising and marketing?
0: Oh. I think you brought up a good point. Yeah, definitely the push away from real estate. Right. I wanted to strike out on my own and do something that uh to prove to my dad that I don't have to right. follow your footsteps in order to succeed. Right. Yeah. Okay.
2: So when when you started the agency, we are looking at about twenty nineteen itself. Was the plan to continue focusing on real estate agents, or were you trying to already straight away expand the business?
0: Oh, yeah. I think at the beginning, straight away, I went for uh, real estate agents. Okay. Um, And then over time, I went to different networking events, uh, started doing websites for multiple different uh, people, like photography, all the random stuff. Yeah. And then over time, uh, I managed to get like a e-commerce client. Okay. And then from there, my skill set really took off. I did really well for them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the that client was Waste Lab. Okay. Uh, they were running like ads themselves. Uh, getting a 3X return on their ad spend. So every $1 they spend, they got $3 back. Mm. But when we took over, we managed to increase that from $3 to $6. Okay. Yeah, and then I took that case study and ran with it. Right. And find, found other e-commerce brands. Okay. And then I th- thought uh, it makes sense because I my first ever advertising experience was running my own products online. Right. S- yeah, selling on uh, e-commerce.
2: Yeah. Right, right. So it, it, it was a natural pivot from real estate. Uh, advertising and then you had a couple of projects and then you land on e-commerce and it just sh- shot up. Yeah. Right, that's right, right. What
1: were you doing right such that you doubled their returns?
0: Oh, I think um, they were a female-centric brand um, selling uh, waste trainers. Okay. So I saw their ads were only targeting uh, the, uh, the Instagram platform. And then based on uh, what I had, my ex- limited experience, Uh, with my own brand, I saw that actually Facebook was able to bring in more sales than Instagram. Oh, that's interesting. So I expanded their targeting to include Facebook ads okay, and also um, included uh, multiple different formats and Mm. um, variations to their ads. Okay. So, yeah, they were like running $1,000 on just like two variations. Right. So then I increased that to like uh, five or six different variations because uh, every consumer is different. Right. The the way they... uh, feedback uh, the way they react to each ad is different Okay. so they will want to buy differently as well so right. having different variations will help to get, get the attention of different types right. of customers
2: so so this is when uh when you moved out from real estate uh into this uh space where you're doing uh marketing and advertising for people uh were you alone or do you already have someone who was partnering you at that point
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I had a partner okay. uh, who does mo- mainly branding and social media management of your company itself. Uh, for our clients. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, actually, I wanted to start it, uh, start this business on my own. Right. But then, uh, I have a group of guy friends. Right. Um, uh, I sent my logo to them. I say, hey, I'm starting a new company. Uh, how does this logo look to you guys? Right. And then one of them pm me and said, Hey, actually I'm doing marketing and branding for uh, a jewelry brand. Uh, I'm quite interested in uh, doing something for myself as well. Right. And you want to do it together. Okay. And I said, okay, let's just do it. Right. Yeah. Y'all were
2: close friends, lah? Uh,
0: yeah, we were secondary school friends since I think uh yeah, sec one. Right. Like right, years right, right, old. right,
1: right. Wow. Is, is that how Renown started? Was, uh, was this the
0: name? Yeah. Uh, prior to Renown it was actually called Two Men Social. Okay. Yeah, like two men social media. Right,
2: right, right. That's nice. That's Mm. a nice ring to it. it, Two men business podcast. So when (laughs) y'all came on board, I mean, you you have zero experience on business. Uh, You have zero idea of how to scale, right? Because this is maybe your second official business that you're trying on your own. When you brought on the partner, were there were there um. Conversation on how to split the shares, all these kind of things, or was it just we just go and do first, side huh, then see how it goes. Oh
0: yeah, we immediately uh, uh set out our commitment, how much uh money we had to, uh, okay. fork out uh from each partners, and uh, uh then we split it that way based okay. on the commitment and the amount of like uh money, capital, capital. Yep. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right,
2: right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's uh two men social in twenty nineteen. Yeah, and then you got your first e commerce. And then y'all decided to full on only work with e-commerce brands. Yeah, mainly with e-commerce. Well, what were, so at that point, you don't, you had only real world experience, right? Where you were dealing with e- your own personal e-commerce, a couple of uh, experiences. What were you doing on the back end to improve and to, you know, um, sharpen the skills that, that you already had? Like, from what I hear is mainly like you're talented in it, you know, like you are blessed with these skills. Like what mm-hmm. else were you doing to sharpen it and improve those skills?
0: Oh, I think I was uh, reading a lot of books about marketing, copywriting, direct response at right. the time. And that really helped. Okay. I think uh, one book about direct response, um, I will I'll give you the book later. I okay. <laughs> <Sure>. forgot <laughs> yeah. off the top of my head, but what, I think it's The like Holy Grail of Advertising. Right. Yeah. Uh, by Eugene Schwartz. I think it's called Breakthrough Advertising. Yeah. Okay. That's the name think they're selling for like the physical book itself was like five hundred dollars wow yeah the guy's dead now but
2: wow five hundred dollars uh, <laughs> yeah. wow but the yeah. book like is really the holy grail of advertising uh, for me
0: yeah and right. a few other people uh who are big in e-commerce they also feel the same way right right
2: but yeah. if he's dead that means the books are not updated right or do they still get updated yeah but uh, it's more about like uh, marketing
0: psychology human right. psychology and how to market towards their their desires and pain points. So you feel
2: that even with like what social media is today, right? The basis of human psychology has not really changed when it comes to to buying.
0: Uh, Maybe their attention span has changed. Right. But I think the principles, the foundation Uh is all the same.
2: That's very interesting because I would have thought that people change, right? Yeah.
1: Different generations might react differently to media and advertising.
2: So so when did you all decide to rebrand into renowned and like, what was the rationale behind rebranding?
0: Oh, that was when my partner quit his full time job. And okay, he decided he wanted to jump on. Equity? Take up more commitment in the business. Okay. okay. And then, uh, how fast was
2: this from like when you started Two Men Socials? Like, how fast before he was like, "I'm quitting my full time." job? I think two or
0: three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I think at that point his uh, his company was also like maybe coming a bit unstable. He wasn't right. really happy. There was no right, much right, right. Uh, progression. Okay. And then he decided to, you know what, just let's just do it full time. And then we went from two men social as a partnership into renowned as a private limited company. Okay, uh, All
1: right. right. At this time, were you fully focused on the two men social? Was that your full time?
0: Yeah, that was my full time. And, and then um, you
1: have your partner who's doing part time, kind yep. of. Yep. Okay, that's right. All All
0: right.
2: Right. Yeah. Where were you working out from home? Like,
0: uh, I think. Yeah, mainly running from home and then uh, always going to the national library at bookies. Okay, uh, so so quiet and yeah. open from morning right, to night, right.
2: So when you first started, that that first you say e commerce was quite a quite an accident, right? Yeah, like you landed on, on the person. Moving forward, how are you building the confidence for you to approach more and more uh, e commerce business, like different businesses? Like how are you building up your confidence? Uh, to approach for my agency? Yeah.
0: Oh, I used the case study from
1: Waste Lab. So you just stick there and run it. Yeah, like I got the, you uh, yeah. like a 100% improvement uh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On, on, right, on this right, right. ad. Yeah. Were
2: you, were you, were, was it easy for you to, to to gain clients moving forward or were you still facing a lot of like rejections from people? Because I mean, the fact that you only had one project where there are so many more established brands, like were there a lot of rejections that you were facing?
0: Yeah, I think there were definitely a few brands that um, uh, couldn't like, there was not enough proof to make them right. pay the amount that we were trying right. to charge. And then we just had to try and like lower our rates or do some free work. Okay. Uh, proof that we can do it. I mean, some of them didn't work out. Okay. Uh, but the rest that worked out uh, were all...
2: Right. That's quite interesting because I, I think that there are a lot of times that we have two sides of the coin, right? There are people who are always very fixated with, I will never price negotiate, I will never lower my prices yep. would never do free stuff mm-hmm. and then for y'all y'all were like you know what we need to take what we can to build the portfolio right was this discussion um an easy discussion with your partner in the sense that y'all decided to take the building the portfolio instead of uh stick to my pricing all the way kind of thing
0: um i think it was a uh, quite a simple one because I, I was the one that that doesn't have a fixed pay so right. for him he still has a fixed pay so it's I think whatever we do is still okay. Mm. Yeah. So but for me, um I had to take on the risk of doing that. Right. Yeah.
2: Right, right,
1: right. Was right. it difficult having one partner who's part time in the business and was someone yourself full time? Was it difficult to manage the responsibilities and commitment? Um, he was really committed after hours. So yep. uh
0: I think that was quite okay for mm-hmm. me. But I think there were some points where uh, it was quite difficult to get clients. I had to work back in the bar again, get oh, part-time okay. jobs. Yeah, right. Luckily, I have some skill, can uh, get uh, pretty decent hourly rates uh, at events and all that. So, right. yeah. But, um, yeah. It,
2: what was, was the th- conversation with yourself at the point? Like, what, what made you say that, no, I'm not going to give up on this? Like, I mean, can you- you definitely, when you go and work part-time again, you're damn share. You're like, oh shit lah, uh, like why is the business not succeeding? Right. Was this conversation happening and like how were you getting over it?
0: Uh, I think uh, we both had like uh, like a time period we give ourselves. Like okay. maybe, oh, let's try this for one year. Right. Let's give it another six months. Uh, we got some new clients. Let's give it a shot. And then also we had commitments to existing clients. Mm. So we couldn't just uh, give up and stop. Hey, sorry, client. Uh, I, 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 I cannot um do my own market myself well enough uh to get clients, so I'm shutting down the right. business and I need to stop right. doing work for you. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But
2: that that is not a that is not an industry norm, right? I mean, it's an individual thing, right? Not everybody is going to be in your position where I want to stay because my clients need me, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Was it tough or not the conversations with yourself, like fighting with your own mind, the like yeah. the down days especially. What were the conversations like? Mm, I think
0: uh, I experienced that sort of during my first few years when I was bartend- uh, flat bartending, trying right. to go competition and all that and failing, getting last place and, and crying when I saw the finals and I couldn't be there. Right. I worked so hard and all that. And then after like uh, the second year, I, I managed to do some better and I think I use that mindset like the grind mindset and then hustle mindset uh, and perseverance to put into my business as well right yeah i right, thought right, okay right. nothing's gonna happen i mean even for like bartending i did like two years to become good why not i just give it the same amount of effort and then try it
1: right you know,
0: <clears throat> right, for right the business right. as
1: well did you ever find yourself spiraling emotionally mentally uh
2: not, no i
0: think i was quite okay <laughs> Nice. Good. <laughs> it's like, what are you all talking about?
2: <laughs> I don't know what is depression. <laughs> right, right. Well, but but a lot of
1: people do face that, right? Especially with failures. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if yeah. your business fails, I mean, the mental yeah. toll it takes yeah. on you.
2: But I, I think yeah. the interesting. Thing for Daryl is like you faced that spiraling and sadness and all that while you were already doing the the bartending part. Yeah, and, and
0: then, then second time for the e-commerce part. Right, right, um, yeah. And then this is like going to be the third time if I yeah, fail. La. Right, yeah. right. And yeah.
2: for you, you, you're not used to failing, but you know how to mentally deal with it. You understand how to give it that time. That I think a lot of business owners, when they first start off, they don't really, because within the first three months, I don't see anything. I want to I want to stop. Uh, you know, I'm so sad. I don't know what to do. I'm lost. Mm-hmm. Right. So having that prior experience of failing and all that, you're just constantly build, building on it. Yeah, that's very interesting. I think a lot of us... uh tend to think that, you know, we are going to be better off the next time we fail. But when we come to that point of failure again, right, we're yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that you're managing your mind. And it's something that I, I, I really um, uh, look up to for, you know, entrepreneurs. I think the mind management is very important. Yeah.
1: You got to bounce back really fast. Yeah. After each failure. I mean, you, you yeah. deal better every time it happens. Yeah, I,
2: th- I think that's the thing. that, that is easy on theory, right? The idea of bouncing back and... Yeah. You know, uh, coming back strong and all that, but it's always very hard to do um, when when it's them, you, yeah, mm-hmm. when you put in that position. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. Renown at, at that point, uh, what what do you would you say was your big break that that changed the game for you um, for renown itself? Uh, at that point, was two men social? Yeah, uh, I think
0: uh, big break was definitely uh, getting H uh, two hub as our client. Okay, yeah, we were able to. The the CMO I was working with was really proactive in uh, working with me to drive uh, the business forward. Okay, and we got really huge, drastic changes for him. Okay, and scaled his business. I think this revenue online revenue like four times. Wow, and the profitability from like a point nine nine ROs. Like you get one dollar. I mean, you spend one dollar, you lose a cent every mm-hmm. time. And then that's not including their cost for goods source. Right. So he's even losing even more money. Okay. And then we took that to 7x or like wow. 6x. So he was really happy and um, then from we were able to scale the ad spend like super high. Right. Like maybe 20k a month or okay. uh, even more. And then we were charging based on percentage of ad spend. Okay. And then so a big chunk of our revenue came from them at that time. Right. Yeah.
1: What kind of business was it?
0: Uh, it's a... Uh, Watch retailing company. Right. Similar to like City Chain and all that. Right, they have right, like, right. Pres- like I think 10 different physical stores, but their online presence was uh, not good at all.
1: Right. Uh, How did you reach out to them?
0: Oh, <coughs> I basically uh, found their profile online. I used a software to discover that he has a personal email, com- personal company email. Mm-hmm. And then I called. Uh, wrote a cold email with my pitch and then right. sent it to him, and then he was quite open. And they said, "Hey, okay, let's give it a shot. Uh, come at me next week this time." And then I went down, and then we uh, spoke like really well together. And then we begin right. giving us right. sh- like three months, uh, shot, and then it became like a one and a half years thing.
1: Nice, yeah. nice. Right. A- any any tips for our listeners on cold emails?
0: I think cold email has some drastic changes since the, uh, that time. Uh, now just not uh, from what I learned recently right you shouldn't input any links okay. even though I was doing some links attachment um, uh, links and attachment in my email back then now uh, the deliverability like instead of going to spam right if you uh, you want to go to inbox right that's the part about deliverability uh, you shouldn't include um, links in your co email you shouldn't include uh, attachments in your cold right. email and you should like keep it short. Right. Yeah. And try not to have uh, the same words in your subject line. Right. And then personalize it as much as possible. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: Hmm, the more you know. Yeah. Yeah, how, I have no idea.
2: How many emails were you sending out a day before you hit uh, like H2Hub? Oh, uh, the time...
0: Oh, it's quite difficult because uh, you have to go to their social media, check out their ads and then give them uh, actual suggestions on where to improve. Um, I think it took about... Maybe ten minutes or fifteen minutes of research, and you know, all I think to put together one email, maybe thirty minutes. Right. So one day, not much, maybe ten or twenty. Right.
1: But yeah. very targeted with actual value added in the email, right. saying that. So hey, even in
2: the email itself, you were yeah. telling them like these are the things that you. You can could look do at better. And,
1: yeah. Yeah. Right, correct. Right,
0: right. Coming up next week on Mind Your Business. He put in all the work uh, into creating a different brand for us right. uh, and right, right. having all those values yeah
2: sounds, sounds like us man that we sat down five minutes and then we were like yeah mind your business like <laughs> <laughs> no there <laughs> were there
1: were actually other names we were considering is it
2: yeah oh. but I was in love with mind your business
1: I think we had three names that we were considering can't remember one of them was sales and business podcast oh right yeah, one yeah. of them was mind your business and then the stupid one was sales and business but opposite oh Sassines Bales or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which was (laughs) was funny, but... (laughs) It's the only one that made sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, this is Daryl, and you're listening to the Mind Your Business SG podcast. Thank you for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Spotify to get a new insightful episode every week. The Mind Your Business SG podcast is hosted by Ashwin Prakash and Tamit Nassif. Thank you to Naim Lutfi for our intro music and if you've enjoyed our show consider rating us it will help us grow the show and make the future episodes that much better have a question for Ash or me head over to our Instagram page at MindYourBusinessSG and ask away we read every submission and we might just answer yours in a future episode if you would like to support us personally you can reach out to Ash for your finance needs and myself for any creative business solutions We'll see you soon.